0: The Blaze Radio Network, on demand.
1: Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This This? is the news.
2: And why, why, why.
1: And why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story?
3: The loss of reason when it comes to the cost of our government. Okay,
0: a lot of annoying politics going back and forth about whether the government's going to be shut down over the border. Trump's trying to push for that. I, that conversation kind of bores me. But I think the, the interesting part about it is what's actually happening with these separated families is not what the media is telling us at all.
1: Okay.
4: Pat. Why is no one talking about civil asset forfeiture?
1: Ah, okay. Doc. Hmm.
2: The president gets tough on immigration, kind of. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> uh, all right, Glenn
2: saw
3: an article uh, this weekend. I mean, if you've been watching it all, the, the, the nonsense going back and forth with uh, uh, Alexandria, what's her face? What's her face? Ocasio-Cortez. That is
1: really racist.
3: Yeah,
1: Right, out. right. That's, she has a name.
3: I uh, know, so anyway, <laughs> uh, I just couldn't remember. Can't pronounce um, it. No. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she's talking about one, one item, which is universal health care for all. Okay, well, there's one item for you. That one item now has been estimated to be thirty-seven 2. thirty-two point six 32. Mm-hmm. Um, trillion dollars trillion trillion over the next 10 years, or, or the first 10 years. Okay, we all know that trick in the first place. That number is nowhere near mm-hmm. that uh, if that's the first 10 years. Um, it's a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah it's a lot more than mm-hmm. that, and and it always is a lot more than that. But even to say that it was, let's say it's... $30 trillion. We are currently bringing in more tax revenue than, than any time in the history of the United States. And we're bringing in just over $3 trillion a year. This would mean that just for this one program, it would be about $3.4 trillion in additional spending every year. And they're saying, well, we'll just tax people. Double? double you can't you you cannot do the math on this one and make it work there's no way to make it work and that's why you're seeing you know pundit after pundit after pundit say the same thing well we're rich we're rich and we can afford it no no first of all we're not rich we're the poorest of the poor when it comes to actual what do we have in cash we're borrowing it from China. We're borrowing it from the rest of the world. We're the biggest debtor. What do you mean we're the richest? You're going to start seizing people's property?
1: No. Uh I also saw, um, I think it was over the weekend, Cortez. Yeah. Was talking about this. She has she,
3: three names. Yeah. What a Yeah, she couldn't remember the other two. <laughs> All right, what a race. Alexandria
1: Ocasio Cortez. Yes. Thank you. Uh, she she was speaking about this over the weekend, and she didn't even just say that they were going to tax people, but she did also say that they would take the money from other places where we're wasting it, like the military.
0: Yes, she said
1: we're yes. always giving all of this money to the military. We're, oh, they're yeah. not even asking for this Gosh. money. We're just giving it to them. That's Let's your, put it somewhere else.
0: So she said, "Oh, we, we, I mean, we increased their budget by seven hundred billion dollars." No, 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 no. That's the entire budget. We didn't increase it by seven hundred billion dollars. That's the entire budget. And think of that: uh, the entire uh,
3: budget of the military, seven hundred billion dollars. Medicare, three 4 trillion dollars. It's incredible. I mean, it's like it's it just it that is the end of of America. Just that one program would
0: end us yeah uh, the uh, the best I love the the debate that went back and forth because the thirty two point six trillion dollar estimate does come from an organization uh, the Koch brothers have donated to them they are legitimate from George Mason a legitimate yeah. uh, you know organization to come up with with a number like that but you know maybe you'd say it's biased so they came up they a left-wing organization luckily um, another Institute did the same uh, analysis and they came up with 32 trillion instead of 32 point six so it was a huge difference wow. Wow. Uh, I mean, it was a real it's almost liar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's incredible. And, and, you know, I think it was Chris Hayes from MSNBC who came up with the, the point of all points when it comes to the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez view yep. of, of our uh, economy, which was he said, it, I think it's a legitimate response to say when someone asks you, how do you pay for this stuff? We're a rich country and we'll figure it out. As legitimately, he thought that was an acceptable answer to that question. And And that tells you quite a bit. And that tells you
3: that the progressives, or those on the left, are either, no, either way, they're dishonest. They are dishonest, and the most gentle ways of the dishonesty would be just like a guy is when he wants to buy a new sports car, and his wife is like, we can't afford that. And he's like, we've got plenty of money, we'll work it out. (laughs) That's that is the lie that a guy says when he wants to buy something, and the wife never believes it because she's not emotionally attached to it.
1: Well, I mean, if this is if this idea is so bad and it doesn't make sense and it can't like we can't be sustained from it, why do these socialist candidates like why are they why are they fundamental transformation of,
3: of of America? This for this to happen it would mean asset seizures it would be mm-hmm. total asset seizures you would you would have to have an actual tax of about <clears throat> 70 to 90% so you, there would be no wealth except for the very hierarchy those who you know design the system it would be the
0: end of America as we know it. That's why I think, too, there's an element. And this is something that I think conservatives have to 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 be able to solve for at some point uh, of take out the fact of whether these things are true or not for a moment, because we lived in this. We live in this stupid real world where things cost things and things can work and not work. Take all that out of that and think of this as a person who might fall for an Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, probably someone who's not all following politics all that closely. <laughs> the, the, the promises... Do you mean about 90%? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think most people are in there. Yeah. And that is the one thing that worries me a little bit about these sort of proposals, is that there is a, a sexiness to the promise. The promise is ridiculous. We all know the promise is ridiculous. But what they're saying is you'll never have to pay for health care again. That's their promise you'll never have to pay for college again you'll never you'll always have a job you'll never have to work about worry about jobs again and housing And housing you'll We're always have a house you'll never now. have to worry about that yep. and, and while those promises are completely absurd they are seductive I think to they a large feel so they, good. Feel good. They, they will, yeah. yeah. was, they will was...
3: then they will they will work as soon as uh, as soon as AI and robotics really starts to take off and'm I'm, I'm talking 2020 Definitely by 2024. Those arguments will work because no one will have another answer. Because we are looking between 2020 and 2030, we will hit 35, 30 to 35% permanent unemployment in those 10 years. Permanent. At the worst of the Great Depression, it was 30. Okay. That tore us inside out. We're not having any of the discussions at all that are needed to take us from point A to point B technologically. The socialists have the right answer for the, the question that America will be asking in four or five years.
0: Somebody, what are we going to do? Somebody's got to help. Yeah. They'll be there. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing of, of the, the conservatives, libertarians need to solve for this because, you know, if the promise is free housing, uh, free health care, free college, free jobs for everybody. And we're com- instead of saying, I don't know what our answer would be to that. You know, to me, it's exciting to pay like no taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. And even though that might be a ridiculous thing as well. But it's like what we're saying is, oh, yeah, well, they're saying all that. We're going to give you we're going to lower your rate from thirty nine to thirty five. It's like that's not sexy no, no. enough. Like there's, no. you know, again, you, these it's are real world problems changing. Yeah, you really need to find that. And like, I think too, there's there's an element, you know, certainly in this audience and and on this, at this table that, that thinks the, you know, freedom is sexy, right? But there's not, there's not enough of people who see that difference because, as we pointed out, as Mitt Romney got in trouble for, 47% of people don't pay income tax. So you lower a rate, that means nothing to a lot of people. And there's just, there's something where you can really step in and, 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 and give that, uh, that pitch from the right that needs to be able to at least have the promise of something. So, so
3: here's, why, here's why the nationalist um, uh, part of this is so frightening. Because what will happen is, as you go, we've seen this happen in, in countries like Great Britain. As you go, there's going to be a couple things that happen to us. We lose our, uh, we lose our place in the world. We lose our identifying uh, Place each of us, you know, don't have a job. Well, who am I? What am I? What good am I? So you lose that. You lose the country that you knew and all of its trappings, and somebody, and, and then somebody has to come up with a way to pay for it all. So the easiest way is socialism. Well, if both parties are are leaning towards socialism, the one that will win will be the national socialist, the ones who say. Fight for your country. This is America. I can give you it back. Nationalism is not bad until it is put together with socialism. Yeah.
1: Stu, tell us what's going on at the border.
0: Uh, well, uh, Trump is talking about this. I think Doc's going to talk about this a little bit uh, more in depth. on, the, on Which, the- by the way, Trump-
1: I, I want to say you admitted that... What Doc is going to talk about is going to bore you. No, that's not true. I mean, you know,
0: wow. no, you are, Thanks, I want to point I'm, I'm that sorry. out. Actually, I, Doc should probably lead this segment because you're the one with it kind of closer to the... the Do we have th- the two tweets? Yes. Uh, yeah, so over the there.
2: weekend, the president uh, tweeted a couple of interesting things. The first one, please understand there are consequences when people cross our border illegally, whether they have children or not. And many are just using children for their own sinister purposes. Congress must act on fixing the dumbest and worst immigration laws anywhere in the world. Vote Republican. Now, overall, I agree with that, except Mm -hmm. you're voting Republican and they haven't fixed this thing and they've had the opportunity. Plus, uh, the second tweet, I would be willing to shut down the government if Democrats do not give us the votes for border security, which includes the wall. Um, What does he mean by votes? Does he mean just to approve the wall or to pay for the wall? Because there's a little bit of a failure there. What what does he mean by that?
0: Yeah, and it's hard to tell. Like, if he, you know, he's been he's threatened shutdowns so many times um, I don't know whether to believe him. You know, he makes a, a lot of big promises on the border. We haven't really seen a lot of progress on the border yet. Uh, you're not at an election period yet. Yeah, and he wants to fire this up. the South. next 99 days, you're
3: going to see this come back up.
0: Yeah, the, 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 the speculation is he's going to make this into the big election issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, standing for the border, I'm going to get this money for the border. Which, you know, if, if he gets it, I mean, that'll be good, uh, depending on what he gives up. Uh, But that's a whole other situation. It's interesting to see this whole uh, deal with the the separated families in that we were told this whole time. I mean, I always had this picture in my head. I think you guys probably did as well, where separated families, you know, they come in together. They bring them to two separate detention facilities. They're being held and they're not they can't get to each other. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I always have as a picture of this. And it turns out, really, that's not the case at all. Um, Look, at. there's a group of people. In this uh, larger group of separated families, where the parent was given the option, you're going to be deported. Do you want to take your kid with you? Because if you leave your kid here, they have a chance to still go through the immigration system. And maybe on the other side, they can come out and meet a guardian. But do you want to stay with your family? The question is, do you want to stay with your parent? Do you you want to stay with your child? And many people in this group chose no I want to I will go back to my home country. You stay here let 's go to the CNN story first. This is um, and this is yet another piece of, of evidence here again, um, it is the moment this is some of the quotes from the article It is the moment when she tells an immigrant parent that they are set to be deported and must choose whether to take their child with them. That is not what we were told. I mean this is all throughout this a harrowing choice. many thus far have opted to be deported alone. Uh, and once the parent is given an order from deportation, they are presented with a form by the government offering them to either be deported with their child or without. So you're saying Trump is ripping children and babies <laughs> yeah. out of the arms is of Is
2: that
4: parents. a rip? Is that what if I'm you're hearing? If you choosing, no. it's not ripping or tearing. Right. right.
3: <laughs> let me ask you this: um, I go to uh, I go to the well. Let me just make it really easy. I go to the police station, and uh, and I've broken the law. And I have my kids. And uh, they say, look, you can just go home. Okay, but I'm going to leave my kid with you. (laughs) (laughs) The police would not say, well, that, okay. Um, Okay, well, you have a choice. They Mm. can stay with us. Or you go home. What the police would say is, you think you want to, you know what, we're going to call another agency. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think you're a good parent. Right. It, so, it, I you shouldn't mean, have yeah. the option. You should no.
0: have to take your kid home. They you came should take your well. child home. Right? Yeah. And if you look at the uh, breakdown, this is uh, I think from the Washington Post, this is of the separated children that remain. Um, you see that about 1,877 there have been separated, but they have already been united. What is remaining is 757. There you see, I'll look at the groups. There's four groups. The parents outside the U.S., so they've been deported and their kids are still here. Um, parents, uh, location unknown against, not in a separate detention facility, but are back likely in their home country or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. The parents waived the right, um, which they're trying to say now, well, the, the people who signed those didn't understand what they were signing. Yeah, I, they I don't knew, know how... Um, they knew exactly what they were signing. They were they're sacrificing so, for their children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. could, right? you could make a positive argument yes. there, right? That's, I mean, I yeah. think I mean, okay. they, that's, okay. how they,
4: that's what they, they think. That's okay. how they thought.
3: Yeah. But, mm-hmm. or, or, we're going to sacrifice for our child and... Once our child has got citizenship, she can bring
0: everybody right, in. Right, right, exactly. And again, this is this is this <clears throat> behavior is incentivized, in which you know what the the immigration lawyers correctly tell their clients is your ch- ch- kid has a better chance of getting through the system if you leave them here. So that's what they're doing. Uh, the last group, by the way, is red and that flag. Is on and, them. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's I'm on sorry. Them. It's that's on them. on
4: them. Yep. If that's your choice, that's on the parents. Plus. It's on you anyway because you brought them here knowing this was going to happen. Yeah. And then, now we're back this to This not a surprise to anybody when they, they come should, here and are separated. No. And they should not be allowed
3: to stay here. Right. They should not should be not, allowed to stay. No, nope. You take your child. And
0: go home. And go home. And it, right. look, they have a harrowing account right. in that CNN article is all about how they think they their families might die if they go back. Now, whether that's... It's no, not true in all but the cases, as we If that is
4: true, yep.
0: then the family should stay. Yeah. If, the, if,
3: if that is true, this is, this is so easy to fix, you get a judge, mm-hmm. several of them, I don't know, every 10 miles, every 5 miles, every 100 miles, I don't know, right there at the border. You come across the border. I'm a refugee. Really? Tell me all about it. If there's something that I believe, okay, good, we're going to talk to you in two weeks. You go over there and they're going to represent you and blah, 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 and we'll listen to your yeah. refugee story that you're in danger. Oh, I just coming over for a better turn around. Go that way. Turn. No. Mm-hmm. The whole family. Turn around. Go
0: that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All That's right. how easy it is. Yeah, I know you guys have a lot to say, but we need to take a break. We'll okay. be back.
0: No, I'm not taking a break. I'm I refuse done. to I'm take a break. I'm gonna talk about the entire to... commercial break. That's Me too. Fine. Okay, Me So too, but I won't have anything to say when we come back. Okay, well I wouldn't for that. I'm gonna be silent. <laughs> <full>. <laughs> I'm gonna sit here.
2: Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts.
1: This is the news
3: and
2: why, why, why,
3: why it matters.
1: It I know that, that really you, important. your top story today is civil asset forfeiture, mm. uh, but I know that's going to be a larger conversation with all of you. So yeah. let's save that and do it in overtime. Let's
4: do. Let's, let's do. do. All right. That's all great. Chris Pratt, though. Great.
1: Did you guys see what he came out and... Put on his. I know he posted it on his Instagram, and all of the actors in Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. issued a statement about James Gunn.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Not James Dunn.
3: Not James Dunn.
1: <laughs> James Gunn. Glenn, did you see that?
4: Yeah,
1: I did. Uh, so I know—I think we have the full screen. So as you can see, there are all of the autographs, um, the autographs, the signatures— of all of the actors stating that they are in agreement with the statement and he you know it's this big long statement that goes into he was a ch- he's a changed man he apologized we believe his apology in the past we believe his current apology he's being judged too harshly but i found it interesting he said there is little due process in the court of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will continue, although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can easy up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality.
2: I absolutely agree. Are they going to say the same things about everybody else, even they politically agree, disagree with? I hope and so. that's the consistency I'm looking for. I think mm-hmm. Chris Pratt likely would. Yeah. The others, I cannot say, and I question.
3: Yes. So I would, I would agree with you. However, that should not guide our action.
2: No, it should not. I mean, I'm being consistent. I'm just yeah. saying, let's yeah. make sure they're being consistent and hold them accountable. With, I agree with Chris Pratt. I don't know any of those
3: people. Kurt Russell is a decent human being. Um, it Was his signature on that? Um, and I know Chris Pratt is a decent human being. Um, see if Kurt Russell's is on. Then I can't see I here. Think yeah. it, I don't think I noticed it, but I mean, I, okay. okay. Chris so
1: Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Zoe okay, Saldana.
3: So, yeah. so I, I mean, Chris Pratt has demonstrated himself to be a decent, God-fearing human being. If if this guy was a pedophile or had something that was really, really bad. Chris Pratt wouldn't put his name on that. I, I'm, I, I'm not positive. You but never know. Obviously, he wasn't in every instance. But there's no evidence that he ever no, it's not did. it's an accusation right. of it. anything. Right. And now, Chris Pratt online is
4: being called a pedophile.
3: <laughs> You're protecting a pedophile. What do you so like pedophiles? Stupid. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous.
4: If the guy was even accused of being a pedophile. He, but yeah, at he's least you not. have that. He's He's accused of jokes. jokes that seem like a pedophile.
3: Besides the horse, the tree, and the rope, and the apple box, what's difference between this and lynching? That's a, that's a big
4: difference, though, the horse, the tree. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> huge. huge. There's, There's a right. lot of Actually, important yeah. elements like, right. there. Well, who
0: is it? Was like, it's Claire's... just
3: a digital lynching, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. this is mob rule is. and a digital lynching. Nobody's using reason. Nobody's asking for facts. They just see what he said... And, mm-hmm. and it, I, don't, I don't agree, as Chris Pratt says, I don't agree with the jokes. I don't like the
2: jokes. Yeah.
3: But he didn't like the jokes in 2012. Yeah. And he's, he's
2: changed since then. The reason we have a criminal justice system is so we don't have that. Yeah. Correct. So we don't have the mob lynchings, right. and the the Salem witch mm-hmm. hunts. Yeah. We don't have any of that. There's
0: stuff. a big movement towards extrajudicial sort of programs no. in colleges, in in sports. It happens all the time. No. It's happening uh, here in, in in Hollywood. It happens online all the time. Just let our freaking legal system deal with these things. If somebody actually did something wrong, you'll have actual charges. Mm -hmm. Uh, That seems like Mm -hmm. the right way to go, kind of the way we formed the country. Instead, it's now everyone just guessing. Well, he made a joke. I guess he probably molests kids. It's a really dumb way to go. So
3: now this is going to hack you off. So NBC just did a video on this and said, you know, look, this was done by Cernovich. And Cernovich is a member of the alt-right. And he is. And he's a bad guy. But what he saying on this deal with NBC is when the left does this kind of thing, it's generally speaking f- to get somebody who is truly a bad person because there's a bigger goal of saving people and trying. So when they form oh a gosh. posse, unreal, it's unreal. This it's is absolutely unreal. And this- it makes it really hard
4: mm-hmm.
3: to defend somebody on the other side because of that. Yep. Yeah, this this. That may be Cernovich, but and it may be the alt right. But I know why you're using the words alt right because you're putting all of us in the alt
0: right. And it's why Cernovich and other people on the alt right have their defenders because yes. it's like, wait a minute, we just sit here, we get beat up when we do the right thing yep. and try to stay consistent. And you know, like I'm glad he's out there. He's attacking them, and, and you know, I'm sure. That Mike Cernovich or whoever, you know, whoever these guys are don't actually believe this guy's a pedophile. I'm sure they're lying. I'm sure of it. I'm sure they're sitting back and saying, look, they deserve it, though, because they come after us unfairly. And so they deserve it. So we'll go after them. And
1: isn't there a point to be made that if you were a pedophile, I don't think that you would tweet about it. I'm pretty sure that if you're committing a crime, you're not going to publicly admit (laughs) that you're committing the crime.
3: You haven't been on Twitter very much, have you? (laughs) (laughs) I've been on Facebook.
1: Let's take a break. We'll be back.
0: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at TheBlaze.com slash subscribe.
1: Now we can get into civil asset forfeiture. Finally, Pat!
4: It's about time. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why we're not a little more outraged about this. This keeps happening. And the first time it happened I thought, okay, well, you know, uh, sure they stopped somebody on a speeding ticket and found that they had thirty thousand dollars in cash on them and just took it from them. So wait. Because they might be drug dealers. Wait, wait.
3: Hmm? I have thirty thousand I don't care if I roll down the window and I am chest deep in a hundred dollar bills. <laughs> I know.
4: There's no I say law. I don't go
3: to I don't use a
4: bank. There's no law against None. carrying Thousands of dollars in cash. I can carry $17 million with me in cash if I want. And you shouldn't be able to take it from me. Yet they keep doing that. The government keeps confiscating money. And it just happened again last week at the airport in California. Uh, A guy was carrying $30,000 with him because he uh, buys trucks and flips them, does work on them, makes them cool, and then sells them again. So he carries a bunch of cash on him to buy trucks. And he does that in cash. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you say trucks, you mean crack? No, I mean <laughs> trucks, but oh, like vehicles. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And so he's at the airport and he puts his carry-on bag through the scanner and they see that there's cash in it. And so they confiscate it. They take it from him. Oh, we smelled marijuana on your bag. And he's like, well, even if you did, which you didn't, but let's say you did; it's legal in California. So what? Nope. Uh, you might be a drug dealer, and they took thirty, like twenty-nine thousand dollars from him. This is un-American. It's unconstitutional. It and and his lawyer's trying, but they've been working on this um, with other people for months at yeah. a time, and it's really tough to get. Oh, yeah, aside. even if you're proven innocent even Even if if you're you're innocent innocent. you still have to fight to get the money back they they didn't charge the guy with anything they didn't even accuse him of anything
0: they just took his money and that's it it's incredible. I mean, it's and then of course, unbelievable. Even if you succeed, which you shouldn't have to succeed. It's right. your money. But even if you succeed in getting it back, you're paying a lawyer to help you do that. So it's, it's just right. You know, shaving money off the top of what you had anyway. Right. It's, it's despicable. And the fact that anybody defends it surprises me. And a lot of people are on the right do it. I mean, Jeff Sessions is big on this. This is a big uh, Jeff Sessions thing. He loves it. So does
4: the president. Do we have the yes. – uh, here's what the president had to say about it. Yes sir. On the asset forfeiture, we got a state senator in Texas. that was was talking about introducing legislation to require conviction before we could receive that forfeiture you money. That? And I told him you that, that the cartel would build a monument to him in Mexico oh my if he could
1: get that legislation. Who's the back? state senator. Do you want to give his name? We'll destroy his career.
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, that, yeah, that. I mean, well, let's get the guy's name. We'll destroy his career. Why? Because he wants due process? To the, Like he, he believes in the Fourth let's Amendment?
3: Listen to that. Come I, on. He doesn't just... know anything about it. Give me your name. Mm-hmm. I've got an apple box. There's a tree outside. Somebody get a rope. We'll just string him up. Yeah. We don't know anything about what his side of the argument is. Mm-hmm. This, is this is absolutely unconstitutional. It absolutely. is
2: theft. Yeah. It is theft. <laughs> And they're, they're assuming that they're doing good because anybody who's caught with it is a criminal, right? That's their yeah. argument for it? Yes. Well, like, it last not year, just require due process. Last term. year,
4: the DEA confiscated $3.2 billion from people in, in civil asset forfeiture. $3.2 billion. How many convictions did they come away with in that $3.2 billion worth of stuff they stole? Zero. <gasps> what? Not one. Not what? One. Conviction on any of the $3.2 billion they confiscated in wow. civil asset. For now,
2: not all of that's cash, though, right? Most of it or a lot of it is, but some of it's also
4: property. A lot of like, it real is, st- yeah, but real estate. Property, or... mm-hmm. okay. but so, zero conviction. And do these people get their money back that's when they're not convicted? Some do and some don't. Do we
3: know? So far? I mean, I'd like to know the percentage of mom and pop and, you know, that are claiming, and, and how many of them are you know Escobar. Yeah. How many of them are standing up and saying, I I know, I know, but it would help if it was like, you know, $3.1 billion was confiscated. But it's uh, it's this drug cartel, this drug cartel, this drug drug cartel, and they're not asking for their money back. They just went away. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the people who like are in the airport. How many people like
4: in the airport are being scooped
0: up? I mean, look, that's all I've heard about this year. though, For about the last year, are the people in the airport? I would bet you the majority of them are bad guys, and the majority of them are probably drug dealers. And you know what? We you probably get the majority of them right doing it this way. That's not acceptable. No. Like if, if we could all, I bet you Anything that if you police uh, showed up to crime scenes and interviewed people and said, "Ah, I think it was this guy," and put him in prison, I bet they'd get the majority of them right too. But that's not how we do it. Mm-hmm. We have to have an actual process to get these things done, and you can't just steal things from. Here is the pr- here is the real problem <sighs> on this: the our
3: our cities and towns are going to collapse under the weight of of pension funds. Mm. In my town that you drive through, you should stop driving through. Yeah. (laughs) Stop driving through. (laughs) (laughs) You have how many tickets? Fifteen. Fifteen. They're only stopping Pat, well, because he's breaking the law. And he's white. But they're stopping (laughs) Pat. They're stopping in in my neighborhood just for the (laughs) cash. Yeah. That's all they're doing is they're Mm -hmm. just, they're cash starved. Give me cash, give me cash, give me cash, give me cash. When my neighborhood is doing pretty well right now. When my neighborhood's not doing well, where will they turn? Yeah. Where, what else will they have to do? Will they will they start in, an, in, a, in, a, in a desperate situation? Will the towns start to just say, you know what, there's probably something going on with that Pat guy. I mean, he's got a whole bunch of tickets. And come into your house and take things from your house. Because they can. The, the, the line becomes
2: too blurry you have to stop no yeah
3: doc
1: you're awfully quiet over
2: there no uh glenn's right about that in fact they've already done that a little bit they've already used some of the monies that they have scooped up over the years for civil assets forfeiture to fund things in the city so you're right why wouldn't they do that why wouldn't they claim it and are you going to have the money to fight and get your money back are you going to hire the attorney
3: and who in the city is going to make you into the bad guy unless you Mm -hmm. pick the wrong target
0: right No, it's true it's because, you know, you look at anti-police. I mean, a lot of a lot of police departments really do like this, not just because they're like, you know, I mean, there there are some places where they're doing this, I think, really to fund their governments and for really bad purposes. But generally speaking, I think the police see it as a really useful tool. They're able to, to you know, take away the funding of these criminals. And, and a lot of the times it's probably true. But, I mean, that's where the Constitution gets in the way of these things. It's like with Imminent um, uh, Domain, right? Like... There was a constitutional use for eminent domain, and it's in there, and you can find a way to use it. But it's not like, hey, we want to build a mall over there. It's not, hey, we want to build Pfizer down on that nice, you know, where that lady's pink house is. It's not supposed to be like that, and, you know, that's why you err on the side of protection for the individual. And if you think
3: that these cities won't do it, a couple towns over from mine, I'm talking to a guy, and he said, uh, boy, we have very low crime in our our town compared to yours. And I said, compared to mine? Because there's like, <laughs> you know, there's like, they all look like me and everybody's, you know, with a walker or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I said, except for Pat, he's committed a <laughs> lot of speeding crime. And uh, he said, I'm, I'm kind of joking. I said, what do you mean? And he said, I'm talking to the, some of the police in this, in this town, they want the crime rates to be low. So if they catch someone doing a crime... They take them across the county line and they dump them in another town and say, don't come back.
1: <laughs> wow. What?
3: Because if they arrest them, then they have to make a record of it. Mm-hmm. And the city is saying, we want low crime rates, understand? And so they're doing it. Mm-hmm. If they're doing stuff like that, how far is it from, we need some more money to make your pension?
1: Well, well yeah, and um, I mean, imagine if, you know, you have someone like uh, Ocasio-Cortez in charge, who's already, you know, has a socialistic mindset. Right. It doesn't You'd get better. Yeah. Well,
2: in, in that case, you're lying to your citizens as well. There's no transparency in that. They don't know if you're doing a good job keeping crime low or not. You're just fudging the numbers.
3: When we mm-hmm. went to, when we went to uh, argue our tax rate, because here in Texas, we don't have income tax. We just have property taxes. And in my neighborhood, uh, they, they, like the tax, uh, the tax assessor, I don't know, was high on crack, but uh, he actually said, I have three acres of property, and he said, well, you could build two more houses there, because most people in your neighborhood only have an acre. You have three, so I'm going to count this as three houses. Okay, so my taxes went through the roof. <laughs> yeah. right? So I go, to the, I go to the judge, and the lady who is sitting there from the city, okay, and is, is overseeing this whole thing, she, is, she says, just before my wife gets up to testify, she said, you know what? All these rich people, they're always complaining, well, it's time to settle the score. She's saying that. Mm -hmm. Now, who is this woman? This is a woman. She's sitting on the, I don't know, the board board of tax assessors or whatever. On the board. On the board.
1: Like someone who is involved Mm -hmm. in making Mm -hmm. the decision.
3: Correct. And there's like four of them. (laughs) And she's saying that to the other three. My wife stands up and she's like, "Um, (laughs) I'd like to talk to you. That woman is the only one who engages, and she said, oh, we're not sure if this is what you meant in your letter. It's a long, complicated story. This, we're not sure that what you're saying now is what you meant in this letter. And she's like, um, well, that's my signature, and that's me, and I'm telling you that's what I meant. She said, I don't, I don't think we go with that. And the other people on the board said, well, you know best. And Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Wow. So how did so, it turn so, out? Yeah, so you got <laughs> stuck with that? I'm still, still paying that, that tax. I'm paying mm. for three homes instead of the one in
4: Texas. Wow. Rich people. In Texas. Rich people trying wow. to get away with some mm-hmm. rich people deserve it. You know, mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. Saying. Yeah, so wait, I'm saying? You don't even notice.
3: Imagine when these, <laughs> imagine when these towns
0: go desperate. You're right.
1: yeah. uh, Stu, did I hear you talking about The Handmaid's Tale? Yes,
0: I've been watching Henry's Tale. That? My wife got into it. Uh,
1: it doesn't seem like a show that you would watch.
0: Uh, it's actually really good. I like dark television. Uh, I like, it's you about know. as dark as it gets. It's about as dark as it gets. It's it, like a rape every episode, isn't pretty it? Much, yeah, okay. uh, pretty much. I would say that's pretty much each one. It's, it's a super yeah. dark uh, show. If you don't know the concept of it, basically there's a civil war that happens in the United States. And uh, somehow a religious fundamentalist group takes over the United States. And, well, that's really likely. Um, yeah, no, I know. We can't even freaking win congressional elections. Mm. Um, but uh, this one is a real religious fundamentalist group in which they uh, they take women. There's a fertility problem. They make them basically slaves, birthing machines. Uh, so it's a very dark tale. But it's, it, it is a. Um, it's essentially uh, just. It's just basically uh, feminist uh, fear porn, right? Like it's it's mm. it's like what the reason why it's popular right now is why it's such a phenomenon is because people are saying, oh well, this is what Donald Trump is going to do to us. This is what he wants. Like that, <laughs> you know, like the crazy. You put your mind in the mind of like the crazy feminists you see on Twitter. They're going to love this story. But how
1: right? do you how do you get from point A to point B there?
0: Fear. Well,
1: that has here. to be, because there's, there's, no no there's no logic. There's absolutely none. Well,
0: it's if you think Donald Trump hates women, which obviously they do, I mean, whether... And it, what a religious zealot. He is. Yeah, I know. He uh, <laughs> <laughs> you knows all about two Corinthians. Well, so yeah, right? Yeah. right? Two Corinthians walked into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, this is very standard uh, fair when it comes to entertainment, right? You know, like uh, Atlas Shrug is sort of like libertarian porn. Overton Window, we brought that up. In a way, that's kind of like what it is, right? Like, here's the scary thing you mm-hmm. think if you are agenda an environmentalist, uh, Yeah, mm-hmm. Agenda 21, right? Well, that was uh, kind of the conservative side of the environmentalist mm-hmm. uh, and global sort of government thing, where that was scary. Mm-hmm. Here on another, on the other side, you have like a water world uh, for where environmentalists—that's their scary scenario. Elysium with uh, people who are uh, against capitalism. Though know, these capitalists might get their little place in the sky and want to blow everybody up. All these things are—that's oh, very. And we will, and we will. We'll <laughs> eventually get there. We're working on it. Uh, but what I thought was interesting about *The Handmaid's Tale* is that. Here's this crazy leap, as you point out, where Donald Trump has to take over the country and he wants to imprison all women and all this kind of crazy stuff. Mm. And and they see this as this, like, "Ah, this is what he wants to do. When in real life right now, in a bunch of countries, this is pretty much playing out. Mm -hmm. In in Iran, it's Mm. pretty much playing out. In North Korea, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much playing out. You can find these places around the globe and they're places that we complain about all the time. Saudi Arabia. And yet the socialist, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is saying, hey, the Handmaid's Tale is going to be just like what Donald Trump wants is aligned with the philosophy that's in play in North Korea. She's actually a supporter of the road that ends in North Korea where that Mm. exact scenario plays out time and time again. But I think when they say this, they really think that people like us are like, yeah,
2: if that happened, you know. Yeah, 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 of course we're going to go. I recognize that's a problem from the right. I mean, that's an extreme case, and I don't think it's likely. Mm. But I know that's a problem. I, I don't want it. Yeah.
3: So tomorrow is the world premiere of Dinesh D'Souza's a new movie what's it called uh death of a nation death of a nation Mm -hmm. uh and i just i just watched it today and i was uh really impressed it's really good his his points not all of them is you know trump is abraham lincoln i think that (laughs) one was a little weak um but you know it's an hour and 48 minutes and that's like eight of those minutes um, the rest of it is just some of the best logic I have seen, and it talks about I, the reason why I think about this is the the picture of the you know the women that were dressed up and saying, "You know no abortion, no abortion." He makes the greatest point i didn 't even know this. He ties the national socialists so hard to the American socialists and the American progressives, and he makes a very good case on this. But then he he ties it to 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 today. Do you guys know where Mengele ended up? Where did Joseph Mengele, the, the doctor and the, mm-hmm. the twins,
0: where oh, yeah. did he end oh, up? Oh, yeah, in, in Argentina. In Argentina, so was, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what he did I, for a living? I happen to know this, but it's, it is utterly amazing. Utterly amazing. Yeah.
3: An abortion doctor. Joseph mm. Mengele went to Argentina to perform abortions. I mean... Mm. Hello. (laughs) Wow. Uh All right,
1: podcast listeners and Blaze subscribers, remember to tweet us your questions. you have something super personal you want to ask Glenn, or you just have a comment.
4: Because you love people (laughs) asking super personal questions. You have a
1: comment. Maybe you want to bounce off of us. Uh, Tweet us your question or comment using the hashtag TheBlazeWhy. Stu asked me to save this one from Thursday specifically for you Oh. So, because you were gone. But Leo wants to know. Hi, Leo. He's trying to find something good about tariffs. And you said that as the economy improves, money will have to be sucked back out of circulation through inf- inflation and higher interest rates. So maybe will tariffs help with that at least? Is there some kind of positive spin that Leo can put on this?
3: Uh, no, Leo. First, there's short-term, long-term. Okay. okay. Short-term, and I think we've just lived it. I think we've just had the short term boost the the uh, quarters of the GDP okay, the GDP mm-hmm. comes back and it looks good.
4: I think that's as good as it goes short term it can do this long term that's because other countries are buying up the products before the tariff kicks in yep. correct, and we did too and all of our all of our warehouses are full so, yeah, of whatever the be, product that's going to be good for this last quarter. Yes. that's not going to be good next quarter correct um, and so what what happens
3: is it is. Inflationary and deflationary, um, and so it's just this little wicked ride in between. At the very beginning, that you're like, okay, well, this is kind of good, um, it, but it it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. We're going to be actually doing, I hope, a show on this later on this week because I've been I've been watching some of the stats on inflation and uh, the Fed and what they're doing, raising rates. It's it's not good. You're going to start to feel now the inflation that we were going to feel for all the money being sucked in. We're now seeing that inflation being doubled down because we're going to feel the inflation eventually of all that money. But now stacked on top of it, you have all the inflation of the extra 25 percent tariff. So it's just going to hit you as a double whammy in time.
0: I think there's a lot of people who, you know, because they like Trump and they like him generally, are just doing the mental gymnastics to try to justify everything the guy does. Look, tax increases are bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, government bailouts to protect tax increases are worse. These are terrible things. It's okay to admit he sucks on this issue and you still like him.
4: And all a tariff is,
0: it's a tax. It's a tax. That's it's all tax. it is.
4: So there, I can, I can understand
3: some that say, I don't know if they believe it, but some that say, I think he's just doing this as a uh, as a negotiation tactic. Right. And he may be, but you're running out of runway now. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to get the plane up off the ground
0: well, and, and out of tariff country soon. And he's doing these things. It's like if you are saying, my wife is, doesn't love me enough and she just takes me for granted, so I'm going to start flirting with some other girl... And you, girl, and you start flirting with the other girl, and, and you, you start flirting with, with the other girl. No, all yeah, of a sudden you start having sex with the other girl, and then you keep having <laughs> sex with her. Saying, no, this is just a negotiation tactic. <laughs> I just want my wife to care about me more. At some point, you've started cheating. We've crossed that line. Uh, yeah, we crossed that line.
1: Uh, all right. That, well, I mean, I think that was a pretty great explanation.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 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 That's all for us. <laughs> They're like, oh, I have a deep question about the velocity of money. Uh, stew, <laughs> no, where's <Glenn? laughs> Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com/slash/subscribe and start watching today.